Welcome back to King Wall's Court. Episode 23 is upcoming. Um, thanks again for everybody again listening to King Wall's Court. I hope you're all safe and well at this time. I hope you're keeping your social distancing and all that stuff because it's only us that can get this thing under control. So, um, anyways, I hope you all are safe and well. I just want to dedicate this episode to a friend of mine who passed away uh, the other day. It was uh, Bob Fouts from um, Gates of Slumber, who we toured with for our Irish tour when they were over here. I just want to say my thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends and, and, and his many other bandmates. He was a great guy, fantastic drummer. And this goes out to him. So anyway, this is going to be um, the season ender of season two. And I'm going to just take a little time away until we can get back up and running with like face-to-face podcasting. Because um, that's where I really am comfortable. But sure, you don't do these things to be comfortable. You do them for whatever it is. <laughs> but anyway... Um, this is going to be the final one for a little while until they ease up on the restrictions so please don't forget me <laughs> and there will be a season three it's just as i say i want to maybe have a little look at things and try to do things a bit differently and see if we can make it a bit more you know entertaining i'm still going to be doing my uh four podman podcast with the lads but um at the moment this will be the final King O's card for a little while, okay? So today we have a guy from a band who were finished for years and they finally reformed. The band is Thoughts of Rune. And with me on King O's card today is David Fogarty.
And that was um, Boy O'Borden, Boy Thoughts of Ruin. And I am joined today with my guest for the, the final episode of Season 2 of King Wars Court. And it's Dave Fogarty. Dave, how are you, man? Hey, mate. How's it going? Um, how are you getting on with the lockdown and all that kind of crap? Uh, not too bad. Day off today, but we're working away anyway, so it doesn't really yeah. feel too different, you know? Good, good. Until yeah. you go to a shop or something. Well, it's funny because I ha- I'm finishing up my... My summer holidays, we'll say, from work today. Oh, yeah. I took my summer holidays, bef- well, I booked them before this all kicked off. So yeah. I'm kind of glad that I took them because I like I, I work in the airport, so I don't oh, want, yeah, I don't want to be out, you know, no, as in no, I don't want to be out there. there. I want to be at home. <laughs> so, yeah, same with us. We took our holiday in January, went to Florida, and then it all just kicked off when we got back. So You were lucky you got bad. back. Yeah, you're lucky. Yeah. So we're here to talk about... Funny enough, we might as well bring this up now, actually. I think wasn't that gig meant to be starting today? Yeah, it was. Our first gig back in, what, 12, 13 years? Wow. Well, well let's, just yeah. give, let's just give a shout-out to Phil for us. Phil Keith yeah. Keaveny of the Iron Metal Mountain Festival. Iron, yeah, Iron Mountain Metal Festival, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, so many gigs have been cancelled. And yeah, it's, it's bummer, right? Oh, look, I mean, I've been, my own band has been affected with several time, gigs, you know yeah. what I mean? And so it's affecting everybody. But just wanted to uh, give a shout out to Phil and say, look, it's going to happen next year. It's yeah. it's we'll, for the best. We'll see you next year, man. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure that all the bands that are pl- were meant to play this weekend will will definitely step up next year, you know? Yeah. Uh, he just definitely. has, yeah, he just, I mean, he's trying to do good things for, for the metal scene and I appreciate it. And I'm sure everyone yeah. else does in the long run. You know, yeah, he's always been good to you know bands I was in and stuff. So you know, yeah, I'm always willing to help them out. Like, but you know yourself though, like on, on on our little small little metal scene, there's always someone that won't like somebody, and I like that <laughs> to me. To me, at this stage of my life, I'm like that, that. That bullshit needs to stop. Just like I mean, it's not like as if you're Metallica and you're undercutting <laughs> someone. Help people out. You know, like yeah, you you're you're in, in this. Uh, seeing it just as long as I am, Dave, and yeah. you know how how bitchy it has been over the years. I do, but I've noticed now that it's a lot more positive now than yeah. what it was. Yeah, you know, and it's yeah. cool. I usually play gigs and I see bands, you know, t- sharing photos of us playing or whatever. Mm. Whereas it used to be just, you know, in the corner, arms folded, you know, fuck yeah. those guys. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's a lot more supportive now. I've noticed that, which is you great. Know. But there's still a tiny element oh, yeah. of people that, like. who are going to slag <laughs> Phil or they're going to slag the Clang because they're taking a chance. You know, yeah. people are taking a chance. Well, these people who are sitting at home. Aren't taking a fucking chance. They're just yeah. blah, 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 blah. It's Metal Ireland all over again. It really is, you know. <laughs> anyway, is, yeah, anyway rant over. We're here to talk about. <laughs> we're here to talk about a fantastic fucking band, who I oh my I still have the album actually. Believe it or not. Nice physical copy. Oh, physical this copy. Is... I think you gave it to me when we played in Low End, actually, in uh, Waterford. Do you remember that? Low one of the lads I wasn't in the band at that time. Were you not? Uh, no. All right. Well. Okay, so then someone else gave it to me. It might, it might have been Colin, actually. Um, yeah, I, well, we did a couple of gigs together. I know that while I was in it. I remember we did we a few. Did. We did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah I think. And there was a, I think we scored a panic cell together. That oh, that's right, one. yeah, panic cell. Jesus, yeah. remember now. I remember watching Ian being really jealous of your guitar tone because you tuned really low. Oh, yeah. Like pushing, pushing for a lower tuning with us and it wasn't happening. I was like, listen to them, listen to how fucking low that is. <laughs> and that was on six strings, not seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
that's one thing I was I was proud of with us was to have to get that sound like you know. But that's it. it you know, the, the lads were trying. It's trial and error, you know, and it's. It is, yeah. And you're actually in, you're in, you're introducing bass strings to the guitar then as well, so. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> you can get baritone guitars, but they're even harder to play sometimes. Yeah. They're heavy and long necks and whatever. Like. They look a bit weird, don't they as well? Don't they do? Oh. I have one as well, and I just uh, no. <laughs> I I think I use it for recording sometimes, but I couldn't play it live or anything. No, yeah, it, 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 yeah. they seem to be more of a, a studio guitar, you. <laughs> Yeah, effortless. You want a low tune, you know. Thing yeah. Going on. So, uh, thoughts of Rion. Yep. What a band, I have to say. And <laughs> back in the day, man, Jesus, how old were they? How old was everyone back in the day, starting off? Oh fuck, early twenties. Uh, I think. Yeah. Jesus. What was it? Band started in two thousand five, six. Mhm. So yeah. Um, oh jeez, I can't. Jesus, they were kids. I remember seeing them, kids. <laughs> But the, yeah. the, I mean, what I think what struck everybody was the maturity of that first album. Yeah. Holy the shit! Was by surprise as well, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! That was good. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you are all, yeah. I mean, you all went on to do other things, you know, different yeah. things, and I mean, Collins down with Zara, and they're look, they're doing fucking fantastic. Like you know what I mean? They are. They're doing awesome, and they couldn't sound more different sorts of room as well, which is incredible yeah. too, you know. Very true. Yeah. He likes to experiment, though, doesn't he? He does, yeah. You know, and you know, it's not a surprise that he went off and did something completely different as well. You know, so yeah. that's cool. And uh, yeah, that's 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 always the sign of a of a, a good musician, a creative person. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. But talk to me about your involvement with Tartaro. Tell me all. Tell me as much of the story as you can, because I know, I know, I know you have a lot. You, there's a lot of people who would have remembered the when that came out. But it'll be nice, yeah. for, nice for people to realise you are coming back and, you know. Uh, the very, from the very beginning or just from before the album? Or? Eh, whenever you, whatever you, whatever you're comfortable uh, with talking to me about. Short oh. version, started with me and Colin writing on a laptop. And then we got enough songs together, so it was like, oh, we better get a band together, fuck it. And then, uh, yeah, we got Niall on drums and Brendan singing. And we went to the studio to do our first EP. And, like, that's up on Irish Metal Archive, if anyone wants to hear yeah. it. Yeah. But, uh, great yeah, source, sort of great source them, yeah. for his metal, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. That's Class. John, isn't it? We yeah, I think so. John, yeah. John Bryan. That's it? the one, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we were called Revenant at the time, you know, and uh, we didn't. We just thought it was a cool name. <laughs> so it was uh, after that fucking thing in Doom Tree, whatever that was. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, the skeleton with the rocket launchers on it. That's shoulders. the one, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just started gigging around with that, and then... Uh, we made friends with this band from France called Sick, S-I-K-H, and we brought them over for a weekend. And uh, the singer, Cal, or Charles is his name, really, uh, he said, like, I'm a producer in France, and, you know, I can do a good deal on an album for it if you want to come over. Mm-hmm. So we're like, fuck it, why not? Let's do it. You know, and that was April when he asked us to come over, and we had to over late June. So it was just scrambling to write as much songs as possible, you know. Mm. And were you happy with the, with, obviously you were happy with the way the songs came out in the end? Uh, like, we had two or three written before that, so it was kind of less pressure there. And there was one, you know, in the works. So it was just a case of writing four more, really, mm. and then uh, scrambling that way and getting it done. But I don't remember. I don't remember too much pressure at the time. But you know, when you're in the studio as well, I, I, it's, I don't know. It's kind of half pressure, half it's good crack. You're trying to take it in, you know. Yeah. But like, yeah, when we got over there, it was just when as soon as the drum tracks were being laid down we couldn't believe it because the clarity of it you yeah. know when you get like it, 
I am not trying to knock the scene of Ireland back then for recording or whatever, but I definitely didn't hear any production like that on the drums yeah. you know, back yeah. then. You know, and then when we started adding guitars, it started sounding like, you know, the bands that we listened to, which is like mm-hmm. it was it was really cool. And an interesting story was like before we went over and we had all our demos together, we went to Collins House for a weekend and recorded pre production with like you know, fucking electronic drums or whatever. And then yeah. we sent that off as well as a CD with all the bands that influenced it, you know, Devil Driver, Strapping on that, uh, fucking Machine Head, blah, blah, blah. And we sent that off. And then it arrives the same day we do. So, no way. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, well, in a way, that kind of could have been a good thing that yeah. I wasn't, you know, influenced by anything in particular. You know, oh, but yeah. for, you know, for Cal anyway, you know. But, uh, so, yeah. So, um, so who like? There's so much going on on that album, really. When you think about it, sound wise. Yeah. Um, I was like, I was even listening to just you know listening to a couple of tracks before I came, I came on there. Were you into Mudvayne at all? Uh, a little bit, because I don't think they were a big no. band we listened to a lot back then. But you uh, know, sometimes it can happen where you sounds a little bit like like a band and not necessarily mean it. Yeah, um, um, but isn't that the joy of people listening to stuff like like you might hear something different than my music to me or yeah. vice versa, you know? And uh, like it's still positive, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, we've had loads of people come up with different bands that are, you know, that sound the particular part sounds like this particular band, and that's cool. Instead of like overall, you sound like band A, you know? Yeah, you know that that'd be the worst thing to happen. Oh, absolutely! If you, if, yeah. I mean, if you can, if you can mix all the elements of what you like together to yeah. to to get what you have, then. But like a lot of the writing as well at the time, uh, very little of it was done, you know, as a full band together. Like everyone was bringing in bits, you know. Right. Colin, Colin and Niall got together and wrote Inner Demon together. That's why that sounds yeah. that way. And then, you know, I brought in Kingdom of Fire and Nothing is Sacred. And then mm-hmm. I think God Complex, you know, we all came in with bits as well. So it was pretty much like just assembling riffs together, you know, yeah. bringing your own Lego pieces and all that kind of stuff. It's almost like um, chap- ch- different chapters of a book written by a certain member. Yeah, if you know what I mean. Um, uh, or if if Lego was riffs, we just scattered yeah. them on the floor and made a big fucking monstrosity out of it. So is that you know? we, we clash? Is this Lego metal? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got to copyright it now, just in case. Do though. yeah, you can have that one. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What would like? What would you class that album sound as? Just heavy metal? Uh, metal or just metal? Yeah. I don't. No particular subgenre came out really. Like you know. It was like 2007, you know, it was six and seven. That was kind of like, mm. I think the big bands there were Lamb of God and Machine Head. Like Machine That's Head right, blacking yeah. in. But, you know, there's a bit of that in there, obviously. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Chimera as well was a big one. They were massive back then. They had some good albums, didn't they? They did, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else? I can't remember what else. We partic- strapping a lot, especially we love them. You know, yeah. we still do. Oh. You know. I love um, I, I them. I got into them late into the, into the yeah. uh, But I love... Uh, What's the new black? Is it? Yeah, oh, that's a great. The album. last album that they brought out. Yeah. I and thought that would have made them massive and interesting. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> well, sure. Look at him. I mean, he's doing deadly stuff. Devon Townsend. He is, yeah. You know, I know. Again, I wouldn't be of. I wouldn't. I believe it or not, I haven't listened to an awful lot of his shit yet. But yeah. I was watching. I was. You know, he did this quarantine uh, yeah. concert. That's that was fucking amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, and he programmed all the trucks and everything himself oh. that day, and it just, oh, I'm going to do this concert for you. It's amazing. You see some yeah. range, though, in his voice, doesn't he? You know, I, yeah, I heard somewhere that he has, like, the biggest, say, vocal range 
out there. Wow. So I measured them against others. Like, Jeez. what's funny as well about strapping is that uh, the year before that we were all over at download and we saw strapping there. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, um, on YouTube if you look it up, yeah, we're there in the crowd somewhere. Like, <laughs> Brilliant. And that, and that that kind of influences as well because I'm not sure if you watched the, uh, the making of the album. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a very serious video half the time. You yeah, know? yeah. So Very I kind good. of took that on board as well, never take it that seriously, you know. And um, whose idea was it to do the video? Was it yours or? Uh, yeah, well I had the tapes for ages, just sitting there gathering dust and we were on lockdown there, so I said, fuck it, I might as well just assemble it into something. It's great. You know, yeah. That's yeah. It's great to have, no, but look, again, like I was saying, like it's great to have little pieces of history, you know. Yeah. So what if you know, like so what if yeah. they only mean that to you or ten other people? Who cares? They're there, you know. Sure. And I, I, I kind of wish we got more footage. So I mean, a lot of the time we were, we didn't have time. Of course. To, like, film things, you know. But look, it you know it it shows a time in history when you guys were really productive and you were happy and it's like it's only a good thing. It's a fantastic thing, you know. Yeah. And I mean, it's so funny like that. I never did that with any of my recordings, and I should have. I think I'm. Yeah. We may have done some when I was in Chosen, um, yeah. but like with Times of Two Tales, not really, no. Um, because we'd have certain like that. We'd be wanting to just get stuff done. Not that we rushed, yeah. but we never even thought of doing yeah. that kind of thing, you know. But it's great that you have it. Like I think it's it is, like it's very it's very common out to see studio updates and things like that. You yeah. Know? So for it to come out of 2007, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. And like, the lads did message saying, like, we watched it, and, you know, it takes me back to that time, you know. Brilliant. Yeah. It probably, especially with the way things are at the moment, probably makes us all even more eager to get back into a room together and jam. Yeah, it is, you know. That isn't and, it? It's, you know, it's crazy. We did a, yeah, we did it a couple of times, you know, since then. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, because getting ready for this. Oh, of course, yeah. happened today. Of course, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that, I suppose. How is how the how how did it, um I'm trying to think of a way to say this. How did you just get back together? What made you decide to get back together? Tell me that uh, story. Brendan, um, every nearly every year or so he'll message us and say, "Hey lads, I'm coming back to Ireland" because he lives in like Cambodia, you know. Okay. So he's like, "Yeah, I'm coming back. Any you want to get together, do gigs or a jam or something?" And we'd all be like, "Yeah, busy, you know, not to the time." But then. We realised last year it was like, oh, yeah, Reclaim the Throne is out 10 years. We put it up on iTunes yeah. or, or Spotify, you know, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we said, yeah, sure. And then we made a group chat and then that turned into a full-on nostalgia fest. Brilliant. And then we said, yeah, when we get a gig together, if the right thing comes up, sure. And then it just so happened I was talking to Philip for Six Extinction doing it. And I said, look, there's a slight chance I could probably get tossed a room to do it. And he was like, what? Yeah. You know? So we said, like, yeah, sure, we'll get a jam together and see if we can do it if we're able to play the songs anymore yeah. and then uh, we might confirm then like, so it was last September we all got in the room for the first time in a long time and like a couple of times me and Niall got together just me and you know the drummer just to yeah. see if he could do it and he actually surprised himself he couldn't believe it like oh my god <laughs> I still have this you know fast double kick action going on brilliant you know and I missed that you know he's really he has a really particular style and uh, yeah. you know it was cool to see it happening again and it, it was weird as well hearing all those songs out loud again you know did they sound kind of tighter, even, which is the way it's are now? Uh, yeah, I think a lot of it was because we had better gear now than we used to. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, it sounded, like, it was weird, but good at the same time. It was, you know, especially with Brendan in the room. I hadn't seen him in about 10 years either. That's you know? the seen focus, that, seen it? the whole time, yeah. Yeah. 
Why is he living in Cambodia? Jeez, Cambodia. <laughs> You'd want to ask him I, th- I think I'll have to throw him a, pe- a message and say, what the, what the hell is going on there, man? So, uh, he went down there for work years ago and then he just left work really? and just ended up living there, as far as I know. Wow, fair play to him. And he's, he's involved in like the music industry down there in some oh, capacity. Really? Okay. Yeah, he manages like pop singers and stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. And has he still got the chops, yeah? Yeah, actually he sounds heavier now for some reason. Which, it's yeah. Like, uh, like Reclaim the Throne, he's really screamy on it, you know? Yeah. Whereas this, he's more guttural, more, you know... Nice, and, nice. Uh, yeah, it sounds fucking way heavier, like, if possible. Oh, yes, we'll have to do, like, a, a, I don't know, like a live studio recording or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> when, you, when when everyone can do stuff again, you know? Yeah. This is, like, that's the thing about me. It's Like, we were scheduled to record a new, or some new recordings in April. Yeah. And um, sure, that hell had to be put by the by the by the boy, you know. Yeah, same um, with us. It's just fucking raging because, like, it's like it's a year next week. No, it's a year on Wednesday. I think uh, that our EP is a year old, so we wanted to keep the momentum going. Yeah. But you, you can't do one. You know, no. you really can't do one. It's horrible. I've heard, I've heard some people refer to this period of time as a great pause. You know. <laughs> that's ex- that's exactly what it's like. Is the, what's it like around Tipperary at the moment is it like I mean I know it's probably quiet at the best of times but is it like yeah, think... uh, well like we lived we moved into the middle of nowhere so it's kind of no difference really brilliant uh, but we're still going to work you know and that's back in Clamwell and yeah it's different and when you go to a shop it's different you know yeah. there's a weird feeling in the air it's kind of like don't get near me you. <laughs> yeah social distancing yeah, I was suspecting everyone not to sneeze in my direction. Oh, you know, kind of it's so mad, right? Myself. I, I find it weird. You go to Duns or something and you hear these things over the intercom and it's like, you know, together we can destroy this virus. And you're like, oh, yeah. am I in total recall or something? What's going on? Like, uh, I, have enough, I have enough people with conspiracy theories in my head these days telling me that kind of shit. This is not the, the, the platform for that, though. So if no. you have those thoughts, keep them to yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's a rabbit hole in itself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, oh man, it's so funny. I was myself and Arlene and the baby. We were going up to get uh, stuff in Little there last week, and we were walking literally across a, like a bridge. And this woman, like she had like gloves and the fucking mask and everything. And she was an Ellen, and she was walking, and she literally when she walked up to us and went two meters, and I'm like, what? She just went two meters and then walked past us, and I was like. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I mean, talk, like she wasn't even near us. Like, yeah. I think she was saying it to to me and Ari to fucking separate. Like, what you fuck off? Like, oh, <laughs> uh, it's yeah. I don't know. Some it's just crazy the way the world is at the moment. It's crazy. Yeah, it's mad. I don't I don't know when it's going to end. Like, it's gonna I don't know where it's going. I mean, if you were to say this time last year, yeah, uh, your return gig is going to be put off because of a global pandemic. I would have been like, what? Yeah, it's <laughs> it doesn't sound believable at all. It doesn't. doesn't sound believable at all. No. It's, but it's, here we are. it's very well. Have you have you talked about that? And have you any plans about what you might do when it might come back? When you when 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 people can play or? Uh well, right now, like we were we were writing again, which is good, That's you good, know. And yeah. we were planning on you know doing some sort of recording, transcontinental style, you know. Yeah. Whereas we get together and record music, and then Brendan will record over where he is and right. get a mix. Okay. That was that was a plan. But that's all in pause now because we can't get into a studio together. Yeah, mm. it's tough going, are we? Yeah, 
and like we've written even in the lockdown we wrote some more stuff and it's just like okay nice one we've like nearly an album done oh, you know? wow. <laughs> potential potential ideas you know yeah they sound really cool and you know it was interesting to get back writing in a thoughts of rune frame of mind you know it's quite different isn't it it's quite different to our city extinction isn't it it is yeah, very you know a lot mm. more groove and these ones they're fast the thoughts of rune is always like speed and mm. you know technicality and stuff like that aggressive it's interesting to get back into that and see if I could do it you know ah you'll be well ahead for a minute <laughs> you will yeah so um, let's talk a little bit about yourself for a minute okay. oh god <laughs> <laughs> so living in Tipperary was there many metalheads where you were uh, in Clamel uh, not really like there was not really not really much for a few bands but you know mm. the first band I was in was with Niall from Thoughts Ruin, and that was called Within. Uh, again, that stuff's up on Irish Metal Archive. Excellent. And it had uh, Andy, who went on to sing for Five Will Die, singing. Oh, what a, what a fucking band. Jesus. Yeah. Some voice. Oh, but, uh, God. It was just us, and we didn't really, you know, just begin it. We, you know, we're happy to write songs that weren't written by anybody. They mightn't have been the best, but they were yeah. original, you know. Yeah. So we did that for a few years, and we did two EPs, and then, you know, split that because everyone grew up and went you know finished college and all that kind of stuff like yeah and uh yeah we went on starts room from then but uh, at the time there was no no mm. there wouldn't have been a scene or anything like that in Columbus so we'd have to go to other cities or whatever yeah play, bands like that like, you know, and who would have been of, who, what band would have what, what got you into metal like that kind of thing uh um, but I started off listening you know the hard rock grunge stuff and then heard here comes the slating. I heard corn for the first time, and okay. that was like the heaviest thing I ever heard. This would have been like early, you know, like 95, 96. Yeah. And it was just really just, okay, that's dark, that's heavy, you know. Mm. And from then, I went into bands like Pantera and stuff like that, you know. And come here, like, don't forget, like, around that time, you would have been a, what, a teenager, young teenager. Yeah. So, like, me as well, I would have been a little bit older than you, but like, I mean, Jesus! Like when you're hearing that, like it's it's better to listen to corn than fucking, uh, what you call them, uh, the biscuit. Like you know what I mean? It is true. Because well, like, back then, corn would have been just the first two albums, so that's, oh, they're the, very raw. Like I can't no. find anyone that would fall to those albums. No, really. that fourth you know? album is unreal. I love yeah, it. There's a lot of real doom moments on it as well. Yeah. You know. Well, like just even like you said, the rawness of it, the reality yeah. of it, like and whether it was like. You know, John and Davis, we all know he has, he had issues and all this kind of stuff. We knew all that. Yeah. But to be able to kind of bring that out onto, onto record and, and and maybe make you feel it. Yeah. Just, that has like to that be, was, yeah, that has to be That something. would have been the first album that I heard that I thought, geez, that fella is genuinely fucking angry. Listen to him, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there you go. Look, like, he's nothing to lose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And everything to gain. And, and then, then you hear Pantera and then you're like, do you remember that episode of Beavis and Butthead? When <laughs> Pantera came on. You're like, whoa, that guy's pissed, look at his neck. Yeah, you know? yeah. They were, I mean, Jesus, man, they were such a fucking influential band for a lot of people, yeah. you know, and they've, and the, the different bands that have off, that have off shot from them yeah. as well, down, you know, even whatever other bands, like even Hell Yeah, whatever, Damage yeah, Plan. I enjoy them. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, like, it's, it's, you know, 
when you hear that, like I love hearing what different people are into. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and it wasn't just musically they influenced us at Hero Ways. It was like we'd watch the home videos and we see that you know uh-huh. again they were a band that weren't taking things that seriously. Mm. You know, and they were wearing shorts as well. Most bands didn't wear shorts; they were wearing you know yeah. whatever leather or whatever. So they were doing whatever was comfortable and it looked cool. And Dimebag was just seemed like the best laugh ever. <laughs> but you that's know? that's and what it should be. Yeah, and it was the same with our band as well. We made sure that we were friendly when we played with other bands, you know, accessible and stuff. And, you know, I, I like to think that, you know, anytime we play any with any other bands, you know, we're friendly enough, like, oh. approachable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, um... Go on. Well, sorry. I thought, <laughs> you were, weird. I thought you were going to say something there. <laughs> <laughs> you see, yeah. this is the thing. If we was talking to you face-to-face, you know, we'd oh, know. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know, I get that. So, um, when did Tots of Ruin first play their, the first gig? Like, I think you may have said it to me, but what was what, what it? Uh, at Tots of Ruin or just... Well, Tots of Ruin, first of all. Uh, when we came back from recording the album, we had like one practice. And we were still called Revenant at the time. Mm-hmm. And we said we better change that because a certain Irish website were like, oh yeah, that legendary 80s Trashers have a new album out. So we're like, oh, we better <laughs> change the name. <laughs> there's always if you put your name your band's name into google chances are someone has the band's name yeah so when we're over there we're thinking you know of other band names and thoughts runes even pretty cool like so uh pretty much in about a week or two after we came back from france started gigging mm. one practice just to play all the stuff came, that got added onto the album <laughs> lovely then, yeah and then by the time we played with the you know panic cell or whatever we'd have played a load of gigs already so it was pretty tight like you know lovely um, where did the name come from? Thoughts around? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> because wasn't there a band around at the same time called Ground of Ruin? Anyway, yeah, I remember them. They were impressed with that. Um, well, I don't think I was really impressed with them. That's just my opinion. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We we're just brainstorming names, and that one seemed really cool. So yeah. So let's, you know, that was the one that jumped out at me out of all the ones that came along. That's a cool name. Yeah. Um, and I, I know we're, we're focusing a lot on Thoughts around today because, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, it, you know, as you say, today was meant to be the comeback day. It was. But we're, today, actually, we're releasing a lyric video for Nothing is Sacred as well. Fantastic. So as we speak, yeah, as we speak, that's going up now. So Fantastic. So we've something anyway. Yeah. Because um, when we're writing, when we're recording the album, the lyrics for that song weren't quite finished, so we were all in the room together. Just, okay. you know adding lines or whatever and then Brendan singing it and then when we got back we realised that like, Jesus kind of profound actually if you listen to the lyrics of it it's kind of our observation of the world around us and then mm-hmm. coming back to it years later it's actually still fairly relevant so we got um, we got a lad to do a lyric video for us just like keep all that in mind mm-hmm. basically everything that's wrong with the planet in three and a half minutes you know excellent oh, I, I can't wait to tell you I'm going to throw that on now I'm sure it'll be up by the time we're finished today uh, yeah five or six I think Lovely, perfect. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say to you there? Um, I hate that one. Yeah, fucking mind fart, <laughs> brain fart. Um, That's where you need a checklist when you're doing an interview. Yeah. Excuse me, I have, but I don't. <laughs> I try not to do loads. Actually, uh, yeah, I knew I had something to ask you. The artwork. Where'd you get the artwork? Uh, a lad called Dennis Sivjan, I think his name was. Uh, he did at the time. He was his artwork was on a lot of albums that we liked. He did uh, Chimeras. Uh, I think we're. What album was it? Resurrection, I think. Mm-hmm. And he did John for a Cowboy's Genesis album. 
Oh, that's a great album. Which I, um, is a fucking yeah. belter of an album. It's still awesome. And we we saw Jock work out by that summer as well, so that, oh, right. that helped us. <laughs> that was an influence too, you know? That's the only album of theirs that I have, actually, believe it or not. Yeah. Oh. They, they do more? Jeez, I don't <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's fairly heavy. It's really cool. It's just... Sounds good now, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was doing all that work for those bands, and Colin just got in contact with him yesterday, and he did it really quickly as well. He did it, like, wow. a couple of weeks. It, it, it was awesome it looks really well it really and, it, and again like even with the the colours and the it still looks it looks great today it does you know? it does yeah it looks kind of murky and kind of you really have to it draws you in you know mm. um, so yeah um, I mean would, like, was Colin doing art at that stage you know not really uh, he was yeah he was doing you know he would have done flyers and t-shirt designs and stuff like that right or, you know and keeping with the team of outsourcing you know yeah trying to make a difference to what was going on at the time in the country you know absolutely yeah recording right. outside the country and doing artwork outside so it kind of fit together like. well funny enough I'm, I'm kind of of that opinion now with my stuff um yeah excuse me um i got our last uh t-shirt design excuse yeah. me uh done by a guy from indonesia <laughs> oh, interesting um, yeah, he was very good and pretty reasonable as well. And uh, his 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 name is and kill. That's his name. That's how he goes, nice. boys. But he's got some good stuff. Um, so like that. I mean, <clears throat> I just saw what he had and <clears throat> I kind of uh, connected with what I wanted. Yeah. So what I I prefer if someone has something and they have like it's it's almost like the way I write my lyrics. Like, yeah. I have stuff written, and then the lads bring in music and then I we have like say four or five different uh, passages and yeah. whichever one suits the music so I had a vision of what I wanted for the t-shirt to be and when I saw this particular image I was like yeah that's it you know nice. so I knew exactly what it was now of course I've collaborated with other people over the years where they've done stuff for me based on on my ideas but uh, you know yourself that could this can be just yeah. as, it can be just as effective like a nice coincidence kind of thing yeah and I, yeah. I like that you know but I think even for the next the next t-shirt we get because uh, the way I look at it is I don't know how you feel about uh, merchandise and stuff like that look let's be honest we're not going to make millions of dollars doing this okay no, no you're not we all, all yeah like. we all want like we all have lives we have families with jobs we just want to be able to keep our band's names out there you know yeah and uh the way I look at that is, and even now, physical copies of stuff, like, I don't know if, when you do record again, I don't know if he's going to bring out physical copies. I personally may not bring out physical physical copies of our next release. You know, right. I might just, you know, put them on these streams, because the people aren't, and, and, and as I say, it's not to make money, but people aren't making money. No. On, on me. You're, you're paying money yourself to get it printed and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think what idea we were floating around was release a few songs over the course of a few months. Yeah. And then if demand is high, release a physical copy with them all on it, and that will count yeah. as an EP or an album. That's well, yeah. That's, that's that's down the road based on demand, you know. Mm, that's kind of yeah. That's kind of the the plan we had for this latest batch of stuff we were going to record. So I mean, it seems to be the most logical thing to do at the moment, doesn't it? I mean, I'm even guilty of it myself. Like, so, uh, since I changed my car, all I've done is Spotify. You know, yeah, whereas but, I used to have a rake of CDs in the car. You know, I know. But look, do you know something? That's 
it's again it, this sounds real fucking old but it's the world we live in <laughs> it is the world we live in and it's the world of streaming you know what I mean and you can you can still have physical copies of stuff and you can still buy band stuff on Bandcamp and all that kind of stuff but like I mean let's, let's be honest everything is on Spotify and it's just there for you yeah, so, it's it's fairly easy to get onto it, you know. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you're st- we're still listening to music. Yeah, it's still getting out there. People are still listening. That's the way I would look at it. Um, so I want to talk about what other ba- tell me the other bands you have been in. Tell me, just throw a few names out there. People might remember them or know them. Uh, or... Yeah, well, there was uh, there was uh, Six Extinction, which is the most recent one I was in. Yeah. And then uh, Trace, which was kind of a alternative metal band. It was pretty cool. And then I burned before that. That would have been right after Thoughts of Ruin. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, yeah. I'm familiar with all of those names. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? I'm familiar with the uh, 13 pages of uh, not very positive fucking uh, feedback from Metal Learning that time. <laughs> oh, fuck them. Was that, was, that, was that with the Eyeborn, was it? I thought it was hilarious. Um, oh. <laughs> Again. It was like... Every time we went on to it, it was the first page and first thread on every page, like so. No. Such a negative uh, place for music. It really was. It was. It was. <laughs> you know, I mean, okay, we all need a place to vent and that kind of stuff, but it totally goes against like what I was saying to you before, like that we need to support each other. No, it, it didn't really have a much of a community thing. No. Like, even if, like, I know it wasn't really, you know, the most fucking approved of subgenre of metal to go on that side at least there was an Irish band doing it you know yeah absolutely but here what's the why why should the band be chastised for trying something that they want to do yeah and you know I do like I still I'm very proud of that first set run you know I think it sounds great again Mm. it was with it was with Cal we did I did it a year after the Tots Brown one and uh you know I'm still you know it sounds really good the production was awesome yeah and there was good songs in it but you know it would have been the wrong Album, well, the right album at the wrong time because literally yeah. when we got back, recession hit. <laughs> you know, so right. everything went down. Would you, uh, I mean, would you ever consider putting that up on, or is it on Spotify or anything like that? Oh yeah, both albums are up on Spotify That's as well cool. as pretty much everything I've done is up on Spotify now. If you look okay, uh, yeah, I'll uh, give the man our spin. You know, yeah, I made a playlist. I'll send it to you later. Oh, lovely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. do please do. Um, what was the story with Sixth Extinction? How did that come about? Pure accident. Um, <laughs> it was like I wasn't really doing anything at the time. My burn had just broke up and uh, just hanging around. And then uh, a couple of the Polish lads in town, Greg and Wojtek and the bass player, they were just jamming in a room and they said, like, do you want to head up and jam? I was like, fine, better than sitting at home feeling sorry for myself. Yeah. And then uh, I wasn't expecting anything really. I thought it was going to be kind of death metal, you know. And then uh, I went in and I was like, what's the guitar tune? And drop A. Oh, <laughs> lovely. You know. Straight away, oh, the tuning I've been fighting for my whole life. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So we just wrote a rake of songs and then let's find a singer. And uh, the original singer, he was, you might know him actually, he sang for, um, oh, what the fuck are they called? Pineal Gland. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, him, Lucas. He, he sang yeah. for his first, but it wasn't really suited and he, he didn't really, he wasn't really able to make any of the practices. So we changed singers and we had played with uh, Liam's other band a couple of months before and they had split up. So we said, do you want to? jam with us see what happens he's like sure you know mm-hmm. and like a lot of the songs were really kind of more death metal influence and then you had his voice over it which made it even a weird combination but it was cool yeah you know? it was exciting for me anyway deadly um yeah. uh, just a little i don't know if you ever know uh, you know that band pineal gland yeah I, I did a track with them i know i know i heard it oh did you 
Yeah, it's cool. Did you? Yeah, because I don't think they ever released the album in the end. I don't think they did. No, I remember. I know it was just it was something different for me to do. It was great. I, yeah. I went in, and um, the lads were like, "Do you want to do this?" I was like, "No, I'll just do this." Bang, and they were like, "That's even better than what I wanted." <laughs> so <laughs> nice. I really, I have to say, I like that track that I did. That that I still have that album. Um, oh, cool, cool. But it was good, yeah. They were good. Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't seen them in ages. We did a couple of gigs with them early on, but uh, geez, I don't know where they went to. I think one of the lads. Um, is traveling, Jan. Oh yeah, Jan. Yeah, and yeah. the bass player. Uh, what's his name again? I remember coming. I I know. I I'm just again. I'm just so fucking yeah. tired. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah. So good times. Anyway, um, yeah. So tell me, um, so like we were talking off this sixth extinction is no yeah. longer going. Or? Uh, more like just kind of quietly bowed out we all did you know okay. didn't want to make a big deal out of it just yeah end of the road um, you know you could come back you, yeah. you never know but we're just like yeah, it is what it is you know yeah now that's, that happens with, and um, what about Treyas is Treyas doing that uh, no I don't know what happened there but uh, eventually it was just more of a project than anything you know it wasn't yeah. supposed to be a full time thing which is a few people getting together and making some tunes that we liked um, you know the, the singer Tony he had Played in a few bands. Uh, I think Sensuro was one of them. Oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. So we wanted to do something together for years, and then that was an excuse to do that, you know. Yeah. So, um, what, what, like, who, what, who would be your main influences for a guitar? Do you think who, who got uh, you going and getting into it? Like, uh, probably the lads from Corn, Stefan from the Deftones, mm. Dimebag Daryl, uh, Early Machine Head. The riffs on Burn My Eyes, he's like, you can't, know, you can't yeah, avoid you can't, that. Can't beat it. Uh, yeah, Dino Cazares, you know, for the sing, you know, the riffs with the bass drum. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. Yeah. Where would you be? Where would metal be without Fear Factory? You know what I mean? It's yeah. Just, that's it. Like, uh, well, do you know what's cast? They've, they've, they've uh, an appeal to every kind of metal fan. At least one yeah. song. You know. At least one album, you know. Oh, Obsolete's yeah. a great album. I love that. It is, yeah. My controversial opinion is that I love the architect. Yeah, that was a really good one. <laughs> no, yeah, that's okay. You're allowed to like what you like. <laughs> it's a good mix of songs. I liked it. Um, yeah, but sure. Hey, look, I'm I'm chastised in the fucking Slayer fan fandom oh. for liking uh, Diablo some music. Do you know what I mean? So, oh no, no, I'm in here with that. That's a great album. <laughs> love that album. Well, I knew you'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. It, it's still Slayer. It's still metal. It's you know, it's heavy enough. I yeah, don't know exactly. Why people, are, you know, it, it's about as different as South of Heaven was, you know. Yes, uh, but like, like you say, a band can change. They can, they can experiment. Once you can still relate to that to them. Yeah, it's like like it's still Slayer. I mean, exactly. it's not like Tom started rapping or anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I always maintain that for our band and the lads because, I mean. I wouldn't exactly have the heaviest vocal in the world. Now, yeah. I, I can do a bit of heavy vocals. And uh, in the la- in most recent years, I've been kind of stepping back from heavy vocals, yeah. you know. Just as I'm getting older, I, 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 can, I want to be able to maintain what I have done so far. And, yeah. uh, but like I always say to our lads, play what you want. Play the heaviest thing you want. Like, I mean, we used to play in drop G at one point. Yeah, and uh, I was like, yeah, play it. Because if I, once I can still make it what we are... Then people will like it. You know what I mean. 
Well, that's what makes your band really interesting as well, is that there isn't a lot of screaming on it. No. You know, and that's, that's what drew me to you as well. It's just, you know, well, that, it's, just, yeah, that's, it's melodic and heavy at the same time, which yeah. is cool. That's the, that's the kind of, the, the formula we wanted all along. I, you see, you got to remember years ago, I was listening to a lot of Cathedral, you know, yeah. and Entombed and Crowbar. And like that was the kind of mix that I wanted. But I wanted the heaviness of all of those bands. But I didn't necessarily want screamy or growly or anything like that. A little, <laughs> you know, a little tint here and there, maybe. But, yeah. not, you know, and then, I, you know, again, like this, uh, it's so funny that, like, this my band's evolving all the time now within our kind of little shell that we have, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, we brought out Born and Lands single, and it was very different for us. And even on the new EP, there's one or two songs that are quite different for us. We have synthesizers at the end of the last yeah. song. Like, it's like what, what the fuck? Like, you know, we, like, we, and the lads were initially, like, two of the lads were like, no way. And yeah. Chris, my bass player, who's a, a fantastic musician, and he's into synth music, and he, he was like, no, no, I goes, go on, do it, it'll work. And it works a yeah. treat, you know? Because, like, like a, you try something different, you know? Yeah, that, that's sort of, that's my approach to a lot of it. It's like, try it, and if it sounds shit, doesn't work. Well, yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. See if, see if it works. <laughs> so, um, where are we at now? Tell me, um, you, yeah, you think, do you think um, Colin will ever come back to Tots Around? Oh, jeez, I, I don't know. That's really for him to say. Well, I have I to mean, ask him as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, when we're... You know, I was coming close to the day when we were again going to get back together and practice. Like, uh, see, anyone that knows him knows just how busy that man is. Oh, you yeah, know? yeah. He has like two bands, and he has he's you know he's full time artist as well, and he's yeah. doing you know art for bands and you know that stuff. So dropping everything, come back to Clonmel and learn all these old songs again. You know, it doesn't make sense. Like, I guess you know, and he he said you know um, just way too busy for it. You know, uh, just. But he gave the blessing, go on anyway, and you know, make us proud, kind of thing. Yeah. So you know, I appreciate that. You know, I did. You know, I did get it. He's very busy. You know. Absolutely, yeah. yeah and so. um, are you replacing him on guitar, or are you just staying as one guitar? Uh, seen as a four piece for now. Uh, but yeah, we are gonna have another lad come in for live, I think, and yeah. hopefully, hopefully, you know, get someone in on the writing too, because. Uh, maybe some of the songs that are written need another layer on it. I think that's what was good about Reclaim the Throne is that there was a lot of, you know, layering and stuff. Yeah. Ways. Lovely, yeah. lovely. That's well, that's cool that it's all it's all gravy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is, yeah. Um. So tell me, and I'm gonna go back to you now personally, and um, and I always ask this: give me your give me your top five albums, and they don't have to be in order. <laughs> And they don't, okay. they, don't, they don't have to be metal. They can be what you want, but just throw some at me there. Uh, I did this on Facebook the other day, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> everyone's sharing the covers of the album. Oh, yeah, just, yeah. You know, uh, First Corn, uh, Far Beyond Riven, Pantera, uh, Machine Head, Burn My Eyes, um, let's see, Deftones, uh, what's the second one around the fur? Oh, what an album. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nemix, Audio Injected Soul, that's a really great album yeah uh produced by two madsen as well which is oh, you know, cool. yeah yeah that's why i wanted to oh, actually we didn't speak about the six distinction album recording <laughs> which we which we can in a minute <laughs> yeah uh geez i couldn't stop at five and then 
I'll be here all day if I list them. Right. You know. That's that's good enough for me if you're happy. <laughs> yeah. It's a nice mix though. It's a good mix. Yeah. You know. It is a, it is groove and a bit of melody and some technicality and just, you know heaviness in there. Mm. So my apologies. Let's travel back a little bit for the six. <laughs> See, sometimes I get excitable and I move ahead. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know it's just cute. You would be like, hey, you didn't talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> so six extinction. Tell me about the album. Hugh Madsen who um, wanted to do something with him for years you know, yeah. he, was going to, he was going to do the third Iron album uh, but you know it split up before that but uh, it was just for a while there every album I picked up had him producing it and I was like what the f-? you know listen to this fucking production on it you know yeah. he did Nemec and Dagoba and what other stuff did he do um, Ectomorph he'd done all of Ectomorph's albums and, right. like, the guitar tone on every Ectomorph album is just unreal like you know mm-hmm. So just finally got a band together that was able to go over and, you know, record and, you know, afford it basically. And it was awesome. It was actually probably the most relaxed recording experience ever. He's just so cool. Deadly. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he's, the level of bands he's working with, I mean, he recorded the last Michigan album. Like, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I just, what I'd say was great. Like you were saying, you had seen his name on so many things that you like. And now you yeah. have him on one of your own things now. He's recorded one of yeah. yours. That, that's cool. It is cool, I and mean, yeah, I'd love to do it again. You know, but uh, I don't know, don't know if that's possible in today's climate. But uh, we we'll see. Never say never, Dave. Never, never. say like, he never. He makes the Trey CP as well. You know. Oh, really? Cool. Okay. Yeah. That's very so that cool. Was our, that was the first time getting into doing any of my music. You know, and so I'll be back to do an album. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So um, yeah, this this has been mm. actually a nice old chat. And I, nice. it's the kind of chat it's the kind of chat that I would like to, as I said you have face to face yeah you know? a couple of points to be grand but um, we'll have well, when we're back kind of seeing face to face we'll have to try and make it happen if that's cool well, yeah. That'll be good. yeah a few points oh god oh, I'm hanging for a pint right now I know yeah I know <laughs> it's it's mad the things you the little things you miss yeah when you can't have them you know but um, yeah, I, I want a pint and I want McDonald's and I want to go to cinema Oh, that sounds. These, these essentials are gone. You that know? sounds like a great day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sitting in the cinema with my McFlurry. Oh, stop! I would have brought some beers into the, the cinema, but that's me. <laughs> Listen, yeah, Dave. Um, thank you very much for doing this with me today. I know I said it to you for ages, and I must apologise for that. It didn't. It took so long to finally get you on the show. Oh, I'm glad I did it. It was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, the upcoming is, I suppose, I mean, we can't even announce that yet because no one knows anything. Uh, I suppose just keep, I suppose just keep, an, you, know, you have the lyric video coming out today. We do, yeah. Uh, which is yeah. brilliant. I don't know what time, I think maybe 5 or 6 p.m. Okay, uh, well, we'll put a link to that when, yeah. when, when it's up as well. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of hard to watch. Like, I watched it there and I was like, Jesus, man. Like, the guy who did it, uh, Patrick Donnelly, he, uh, yeah, he said he wasn't right after a few days putting it together. <laughs> that's very <laughs> interesting. Just find, it's, again, it's three and a half minutes of everything that's wrong with the planet. Right. Just concentrated right there in front of you. <laughs> well, that's that's so. like, that, that's good, though, you know. And that's yeah. what you need. So, um, look out for that, everybody. Yeah. And um, and you're on Spotify. And yeah. Bandcamp, is on Bandcamp? I don't know. Is that a good idea to go on Bandcamp? I don't know. Can you recommend it? I think it's okay. Yeah. It's uh, all right. right. Yeah, I suppose if you have merch around, you should go on Bandcamp. Yeah. yeah. Will, yeah. We, will we see any thoughts around merch coming in? 
again, like I would love to do all of that, you know, but it's all about if everyone's financially able to do mm. it, you know. And uh, I don't know if we can get Reclaim the Throne printed again. Jesus. Um, we did it. Uh... It was Underground Movement that released that. Well, that's Ian Lawless. He could probably get you. You know, if you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, Ian, Ian yeah. He, have, have he, a ta- he still has all that. Man, have a chat room and see what the story is, like, you know. Yeah. No, it's cool. Like, the releasing the uh, Nothing is Sacred videos, because we never did a proper video for the album, so it's just cool to put one out before we move on to the next stuff. Yeah. And ah, yeah. That's, that's what I want to get stuck into now, just putting out, you know, new stuff and then see the people like it just as much as the old stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, uh, I'm, just, I'm sure they will. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we, I'm sure we will. You know. Yeah. Um. Look, next year, maybe we'll try and get a gig together, for all time's sake. That'd be sake. awesome. That'd be fucking great. Yeah, we'll we'll try and sort something out. Uh, because like I mean, I want to like next year. I'm I'm writing this year off for gigging me personally. Yeah. Next year, I want a fucking gig. Now I'm not talking like every week, but I'm talking about I want to play. And I want to play yeah. with you know with bands I like and people I respect, and so yeah, you're definitely on the fucking list there. You know what I mean? Same as that, man. Give us a date and enough notice to fly Brendan. Yeah, over. absolutely, absolutely. Listen, man, it's been an awesome uh, experience. Thank you very much for doing this with me. Okay. Thank you too, man. Have a good one. You will. You take care now. All right. Well, thanks again to Dave Fogarty for that uh, fantastic uh, chat. As you can probably tell when I'm doing my podcasts, I prefer to be talking to someone face-to-face. It's just the way I am. And sure, look, it is what it is. But anyway, thank you very much to Dave for coming on today. And don't forget to check out uh, the lyric video from Todd's Around today. Should be up this evening between 5 and 6. Dave also was... Telling me about another band he's in called My Own Cult. And they've nothing as yet out. But he's in it with the band, with the lads from Mindroid. So if you have an idea what Mindroid are like. It's kind of in and around that kind of stuff. Maybe a little bit heavier. So he says. But um, just keep that name in mind for when it's coming out. My Own Cult. And uh, of course don't forget. Check out Thoughts of Ruin. Check out Iborn, check out uh, Sixth Extinction, Treus, all the bands he's he, he has. He's got an amazing amount of body work. He's a great guy, great musician. So this this brings King Wars Court Season 2 to an end. It seems like a natural end for me because I want to just kind of take a bit of time, get this uh, quarantine crap out of the way. And then come back with a fresh set of ideas for season three. So there will be a season three. Could be a couple of months away. I don't know. But look, you know, as I said, I don't do this every week. I don't do it as as a, t- a means to, to get money. I do it because I love the bands. I do it because I love metal and music. And I love chatting to people. That's my main thing with this is I'm chatting to people who interest me and who... You know who are interested in the same kind of things I like. Sometimes they're into different things, but that's that's just as cool when you can have a chat with someone about things like that as well. So, you know, see how things go with the lockdown. 
And if there's any bands who I haven't had a chat with yet, if I was meant to talk to you, I apologise. I will get to you. If there's any bands who I haven't spoke to yet, um, get in touch. We'll try and start something for season three. I might bring some old guests back from seasons from season one and two. I may. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, uh, thank you to every band or every member of every of any band who has come on to the show so far. Um, there's a lot of episodes there for people to check out. Please check them out. Please check out the band's music and their merch. I mean, now is the time to be buying merch from bands. You know, Bandcamp are doing the. They're waiving the their uh, rights and their fees, so the bands are getting all the money at the minute. So it'd be nice for you to, you know, buy a T-shirt or a CD or a download or whatever from any of the bands you like. Um, as I said, it's looking like there's not going to be very many gigs this year. Local gigs are gone at the moment, and. All we can do is hope to get them back up and running. And when they get back up and running, I think we all need to have a good time. Have a really good time with music and, you know, friendship and having fun and seeing people. Anyway, we're going to finish off with another track from Tots Around. And um, this is called Bury You All. Thank you so much to anyone, anybody who's ever listened to this show. Um, it means so much and I, I'm, I'm delighted I'm able to get the chance to do it for people and for myself and for bands thank you so much stay safe this is King Woe out <laughs>